0: Welcome to the Midlife-ish Podcast, where you learn how to wake up and slay through menopause with mindful living. I'm your host, Dr. Joyelle, your board-certified OBGYN and perimenopause health coach. There's a lot of ish that happens during these midlife years, and you're probably bombarded by the pressure of beating the clock before you hit menopause. Are you a professional woman? between the ages of 40 and 50 and afraid of how you'll look, feel, and even think when you approach menopause? Are you over 40 experiencing hot flashes, mood swings, lack of energy, and just feel lost on what to do to manage your symptoms? Are you over 40 and you cringe with each birthday because it means you're one year closer to menopause and you might just run out of time to fulfill your biggest dreams? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you are where you are supposed to be. This podcast will not only prepare you for what to expect during the midlife years, but equip you with simple, integrative strategies to manage your menopausal symptoms. Ladies, you'll learn that you are not heading towards a midlife crisis, but a midlife revolution as you embrace the evolution of yourself. So let's get started so you can slay your day. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode
1: of Midlife-ish. Today, I wanted to talk about what happens if you are thrown into menopause. I don't have any reviews today, so please, 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 if you have not already, write a review so more women, more people can see this podcast. So after my last episode on the five stages of grief that women can experience going through perimenopause and menopause, I thought, after, I thought about women who are literally thrown into menopause and in, it's in not a natural process. When I, after I recorded that episode um, last week, I thought about someone that was diagnosed with breast cancer in her early 30s. So she underwent chemotherapy. And really was struggling with menopausal symptoms of hot flashes, night sweats, mood irritability, decrease in libido, vaginal dryness, like all the things, all the things, but, you know, five to 10 times worse. And I wanted to address those women um, who can go through menopause much sooner than they expected. So of course, they would certainly still undergo the five stages of grief, um, however, at a much sooner time than someone in their 40s or 50s or late 30s, going into their 40s or 50s. So it's essentially instead of natural menopause, which you know essentially means you go through menopause at the natural time that you would go through it, which like I've mentioned before, in the um, one of the prior episodes, uh, perimenopause essentially can start as early as 39. Um, the average age is about mid-40s in actual menopause, the average age is about 51. but if someone, is predisposed to induced menopause, those those ages obviously is much sooner in regards to undergoing um, menopause. And induced menopause, typically you would skip the whole perimenopausal stage because you're literally thrown into it based on what kind of um, treatment, medical treatment that essentially threw you into menopause. So what's in, what is induced menopause? Um, essentially that means that some type of medical treatment, whether it was surgical removal of your ovaries, chemotherapy or radiation to the pelvis or radiation damage to the ovaries. Those are the main things that can cause someone um, induced menopause. And, you know, we have breast cancer patients obviously are one of those people and they certainly um, need to be aware of these menopausal symptoms that can occur once they undergo treatment. So it's very important to be aware of what to expect because I think a lot of times When even with women with natural menopause, if you are not expecting something or you're not aware of the possibility, the experience of the symptoms feels 10 times worse. So I feel that if you are at least aware of possibility of what potentially can happen, you can handle the experience much better. And just to clarify, you know surgical removal of the ovaries essentially um that's both ovaries like so if you undergo a procedure where you only have one ovary removed then technically the other ovary takes over and you would not be Thrown into menopause because the other ovary will take over and still function um, as normal and still provide the hormones. But when you have both ovaries removed, that is the primary source of your estrogen and your hormones. Then that, you know, definitely can just throw you into menopause and you skip the whole gradual transition of perimenopause because you, you know, your ovaries are they're gone, so they can't provide. Those hormones that you um, need. And also to clarify, hysterectomy. Now, hysterectomy essentially is the removal of the uterus. So be aware, if you undergo a hysterectomy, that does not automatically mean that your ovaries will be removed also. So please, if you have to talk about hysterectomy as a possibility of for treatment um, of something like fibroids and things like that, please clarify with your physician if your ovaries will be removed or is it recommended for your ovaries to be removed because a hysterectomy does not automatically Mean that your ovaries are being taken out and you go into menopause because of that. I think many women can assume that if they get a hysterectomy that will throw them into menopause. And that is not the case because the hysterectomy is really just the removal of the uterus. And your so your ovaries remain and then your ovaries um, are still able to provide hormones, you know, because they're left behind. So also clarify that. So those women who are, who undergo induced menopause for whatever reason, you know, whether it's chemotherapy treatment after um, breast cancer or um, radiation treatment um, to the pelvis for like, you know, either colon cancer or cervical cancer, or, you know, surgical removal of the ovaries, you know, if it's due to cancer versus, you know, ovarian cysts. And there can be a bad infection that will cause removal of the ovaries, simply not both ovaries. So, but essentially, if both ovaries are removed and just induce menopause in general, women need to be aware that um, the lifestyle changes that I have mentioned before are even more important in your situation because, you know, obviously um, you are not candidates for particular treatment specifically. Hormones. Now, I talked about my view in regards to women actually needing hormones going through natural menopause. Um, If you go back to episodes three and five, um, I talk about do we, you know, do you really need to go on hormones when you go through natural menopause? And I typically say no, um, really focusing on more so lifestyle changes to address and manage your menopausal symptoms as you're going through natural menopause. Those women who go through induced menopause, hormones typically are not even an option. So it's really, really important to be aware of those lifestyle changes that you need to do in order to um, address and manage your menopausal symptoms. Because the other thing is that women who undergo or who experience induced menopause, can be more at risk of medical conditions Um, and just menopause in general, natural menopause. Women can be more at risk of uh, medical conditions, also cardiovascular disease, diabetes and things like that. And I'm going to have another episode to talk about all those potential options, um, including bone loss. But women who undergo induced menopause, that the risk of those medical illnesses is greater. So that's why it's very important um, to, number one, be aware of the potential symptoms that you can experience, and number two, making those lifestyle changes very, very early on in your, you know, treatment plan, um, and then, you know, obviously the duration after your, you know, whatever diagnosis that you have received because it is very important to be proactive so you can prevent those potential illnesses of cardiovascular disease, bone loss, and things like that, that can, again, increase, increase your mortality. So it's very important to, you know, create healthy habits in regards to what you're eating, being mindful of what you're eating. And then exercise there's actually research that shows physical activity um, in women who have been diagnosed with breast cancer helps with menopausal um, symptoms. so not even, not only only menopausal symptoms but more so helping with decreasing the risk of medical conditions like cardiovascular disease. also a lot of women with induced menopause can have The symptom of brain fog and that, you know, cognitive loss of memory and that type of thing. So, those symptoms can also be worse in women who have induced menopause. So, physical activity, exercise that helps with brain health, that helps with heart health. So, again, really getting in a routine that um, creates those healthy habits around. Eating healthy as well as exercising and moving your body is so, so, so important. So those of you who experience induced menopause or those of you who know someone who maybe experienced induced menopause, it's very important to talk with your healthcare provider in regards to your risk of disease or medical illness, given other risk factors, you know, family history, as well as your own personal history, um, before diagnosis of whatever it is that's caused you to undergo induced menopause. Um, So it's very important also to, again, like I mentioned before, having the conversation um, in regards to what symptoms you can expect and address those symptoms early on, menopausal symptoms I'm talking about, menopausal symptoms, address those symptoms, because your symptoms are going to be um, more severe and more frequent than someone who is undergoing natural menopause. So I just wanted to put that out there just because that came to me after um, I recorded the last episode um in regards to grief. You know, I wanted to talk to those who may be undergoing this grief, unfortunately, sooner than expected, as far as, you know before before the age of 40 because of um, a diagnosis of, you know, some type of cancer that is essentially going to affect the functioning um, of their ovaries or some type of surgery that would lead them to undergoing removal of both ovaries. So if you know someone who may be essentially going through that, please share this episode um, with them, because again, it's just important to share information so all of us can be informed and be aware of possible options um, in regards to handling and managing the symptoms. Um, Because the lifestyle, you know, the the lifestyle changes um, that I've mentioned before, are still going to be the same, um, no matter what. Going through the process of perimenopause and menopause, just in general, um, those lifestyle changes make such a big difference um, in regards to managing and handling um, the stressors of the actual <laughs> menopause, um, because it can be stressful. Those menopausal symptoms can certainly cause a lot of stress. So it's important for us to put things into place where we're able to handle these stressors. And you know, again, it boils down to doing the things doing the things that our body and our minds need in order to to handle it. And that is You know, being mindful of what we're eating, being mindful of how much exercise and what exercises we're doing, being mindful of our self-care and doing all those things um, that will essentially hold us accountable, make us be intentional um, about what we're doing so that we can be healthy or be healthier as we are going into Um, these midlife years. So, alrighty. So if you are someone who has undergone um, induced menopause, let me know, come in my DMs. Let me know if this was helpful. Um, Shoot me a DM on Instagram. And again, if you know someone who may potentially be going through induced menopause or will be, you know, based on a recent diagnosis, please share this episode with them. So they'll know what questions to ask their physician or healthcare provider um, as they are going through this process.
0: All righty. That's what I
1: have for you today, ladies. Um, have a great day and I'll talk to you next time. All right. Take care.
0: Thank you for listening. If you had any aha moments, please subscribe and share this podcast with all the ladies in your circle then head on over to www.drjoyelle.com to get my monthly newsletter and join my Facebook group so we all can slay our day together.